Crusade Channel News. News you can trust, because the truth can be trusted. From the Crusade Channel News Desk, here's Celeste Youngblood. Good morning, Crusaders. Coming to you live from atop beautiful Montesano in Huntsville, Alabama, this is Celeste Youngblood standing in for Janet Huxley at the Crusade Channel News Desk with your news on this Monday, August 21st, 2023. This newscast is brought to you by The Founders Trading Post, featuring our very own gourmet coffee, Capuchin Dark Roast, in whole bean and fresh ground. Start your morning like a crusader with a fresh brewed cup of Capuchin Dark Roast Coffee, available at mikechurch.com forward slash shop. Here's what to listen for this hour. Former President Trump clarifies his position on attending GOP debates. A somber update on the health of a former president. Peruvians promoting vocations in the Archdiocese of Detroit, and most all Apple Watch and Fitbit wristbands carry shocking levels of bacteria. Former President Trump has confirmed that he will be skipping the first GOP presidential debate and perhaps future ones as well. For more on that, let's go to Crusade Channel political affairs correspondent Magdalene Rose. Magdalene? Former President Donald Trump confirmed on Sunday that he will skip the first Republican presidential primary debate on Wednesday and indicated he may not attend future ones either. The former president wrote on his Truth social media platform that polling shows him leading in the Republican primary field by such a wide margin that he does not need to stand alongside his rivals on the debate stage. The public knows who I am and what a successful presidency I had, Trump wrote. I will therefore not be doing the debates. No matter whose side you're on in the Republican presidential primary, it's obvious that Trump not participating in the debates does rob American voters, and specifically Republicans, of being able to see the potential Republican presidential nominee in action. For the Crusade Channel, I'm political affairs correspondent Magdalene Rose. Thank you, Magdalene. In a People interview with Josh Carter, the grandson of former President Jimmy Carter and First Lady Rosalind Carter, It was revealed that the former president and first lady's lives are in, quote, the final chapter. Speaking of his grandfather, Carter said, quote, he's still fully Jimmy Carter. He continued, he's just tired. I mean, he's almost 99 years old, but he fully understands how many well wishes he's received and has felt the love, end quote. Of his grandparents, Carter said that they are present and aware, and there is always somebody at the house to keep them company. He revealed that their home life is quiet and calm, and they are still holding hands. Carter admitted, however, that the odds were in favor of losing his grandfather before his grandmother. Former President Jimmy Carter entered hospice in February, and former First Lady Rosalind Carter revealed her dementia diagnosis three months later. Of the former First Lady, Carter said, quote, She still knows who we are, for the most part, that we are family. End quote. He added that with a good night's sleep, her symptoms improve, and that she is still forming new memories. The Catholic World Report is reporting that Archbishop Alan Vigneron of the Archdiocese of Detroit is encouraging a push for vocations in his diocese by inviting members of the religious community Pro Ecclesia Sancta to serve within his archdiocese. Pro Ecclesia Sancta, which means for the Holy Church in Latin, is a religious institute which was founded in Lima, Peru in 1981 by elderly Jesuit Father Pablo Menor, who was inspired to do this holy work by the Sacred Heart. The order includes religious men and women and a lay community. 
the Peruvian members of the community will be serving in parish schools and communities, inviting the youth of the area to pursue their vocation to holiness. Of his mission, Father Humberto Palomino says, quote, What we want is to serve the church, to form brothers who will eventually become priests, and to increase the number of priests in the archdiocese, end quote. Of his new home, he continues, quote, I see the land of Detroit as a very fruitful land, and I see our presence there as an answer to the prayer of many in Detroit for more vocations. I see Pro Ecclesia Sancta in a humble way as an answer to this prayer. We want to be faithful to those prayers. End quote. Our quote of the day comes from St. Mary MacKillop. In the trials, annoyances, and anxieties we daily experience, May we ever recognize that loving fatherly hand that only seeks to draw us closer to himself by giving us opportunities to suffer something for him. Coming up next after the break in our Saint of the Day, a wife, mother, and founder of a religious community whose spiritual advisor was St. Francis de Sales. You're listening to Crusade News. Hey, my incorrigible bibliophile bros, if you only have time to read one book this summer, well, then go ahead and read the Holy Bible. But if you have time to read two books, then read The Restoration of Christian Culture by John Senior. And for extra credit, if you have time to squeeze three books in, then add The Destruction of Christian Culture by Mr. Senior. All available in our massive book selection at shop.mikechurch.com. Our saint of the day is St. Jane Frances de Chantal. She was said to be a woman of beauty and refinement. She was a wife, mother, nun, and founder of a religious community. Her mother died when she was just 18 months old, and her father, head of parliament to Dijon, France, became the main influence in her life. At 21, she married Baron de Chantal, by whom she had six children, three of whom died in infancy. At her castle, she restored the custom of daily mass and was seriously engaged in various charitable works. Unfortunately, her husband was killed after seven years of marriage, and she then sank into deep depression for four months at her family home. Her father-in-law threatened to disinherit her children if she did not return to his home, but when she was 32, she met St. Francis de Sales, who became her spiritual advisor. She decided to become a nun, but he persuaded her to defer her decision, so she took a vow to remain unmarried and to obey her director. After three years, Francis told Jane of his plan to found an institute of women that would be a haven for those already of health, age, or other considerations barred from entering the already established communities. There would be no cloister, and they would be free to undertake spiritual and corporal works of mercy. They were primarily intended to exemplify the virtues of Mary at the Visitation. So their name, the Visitation Nuns, exuded humility and meekness. The usual opposition to women in active ministry arose, and St. Francis de Sales was obliged to make it a cloistered community following the rule of St. Augustine. Francis wrote his famous treatise on the love of God for them. St. Francis underwent great sufferings. Francis de Sales died, her son was killed, her daughter-in-law and son-in-law died, and a plague ravaged France. She encouraged the local authorities to make great efforts for the victims of the plague, and she put all her convent's resources at the disposal of the sick. During part of her religious life, she had to undergo great trials of the spirit as well. She died on a visitation of convents of the community. 
Nearly all Apple watches and Fitbits are covered in harmful bacteria, warns a study recently published in the science journal Advances in Infectious Diseases. Researchers from Florida Atlantic University say they found 95% of wristbands were contaminated with some kind of dangerous bacteria. They tested plastic, rubber, cloth, leather, and metal wristbands in search of a correlation between the material of the wristband and the bacteria buildup. Specifically, 85% were found with Staphylococcus SPP, which causes staph infections. 60% had E. coli bacteria, and 30% carried another potentially deadly bacteria. These bacteria can lead to a wide variety of clinical maladies, including pneumonia and blood infections. About 229 million people wear Apple Watches, according to Business of Apps, while Fitbit is about 120 million registered users. As of 2022, Business Apps also reported. Send me your tips to Janet at CrusadeChannel.com and stay tuned to the Crusade Channel with live breaking news updates all day and the best live talk radio anywhere. Up next, more of the Crusade Channel, media the way it should be. You're listening to Crusade Channel News. I'm Janet Huxley with Celeste Youngblood for the Crusade Channel, seeking news and finding truth.